It's not the Zade. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. Welcome back to the Zade story. A long time it's been. A great and glorious return, my friend Joshua Story, my co-host, my brother. From How another you, mother. Friend? A brother from another mother. <laughs> yes. And and com- complete and a, fa- a complete different brother. Like, a no different, relation. No. Of <laughs> awesomeness. It's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. Uh, how are you, my friend? Super good. Very awesome day. Pretty laid back. Pretty chill. We discussed it a little bit uh, yeah. before the podcast, but... Excited to be here. Excited to be hanging out. Excited to be talking about some movies. Oh, yeah. Just excited in general. <laughs> Super excited. I'm excited, Kevin. Yes. I like that. That was a good voice, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man. it's uh, It's been warm here. It has been, been warm. Hot. It's hot in here right now. Probably That's... open the window here in a bit. Well, it is hot in here because you're in here. Well, obviously. Oh, thank you. Clearly. It, thank you. You walked in the room and it got like 10 degrees hotter. Oh, I, thank you. It couldn't have been that much hotter since you were already in the room. Well, I made it like 98 <laughs> degrees. It's the hottest thing I'll ever to Like Nick Lachey. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. no. And, I, I picked yeah. it and right then, And then you put it to like 110. Is there... A music group with like 110, 108, 108 degrees. No. Blink 182. You turned it into Blink 182. That's how hot it is. <laughs> oh, Blink 182. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's, That's good. old school. But yeah. Both of those are good. Yeah. 98 degrees. From the same time frame, too. Yeah, just uh, completely different styles. I think uh, both of them <laughs> dated Jessica Simpson, too. Oh, you might be right. That's a lie. I mean, I might be right, but I totally lied. You just might there. be wrong. I might be wrong. Probably wrong. <laughs> possibly right. <laughs> Your beard's looking fa- fabulous. Thank you. I just cut it. I just trimmed, trimmed half it. half of this, the length from the chin, and I got most of the face cleaned up. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. Thank you. It Look, feels very small. For a while, you had gone from King Leonidas to um, like an Abe Lincoln, but only full beard. A full, I'm, like, I'm full. trying to think. Like maybe who's a good who's a good beard? Like uh, maybe like a. The beard that I was rocking was not a typical beard you would see in Hollywood. So it's very difficult to like just throw a name out there for it because like the Leonidas beard, everybody knows what it was, but I was rocking a full face, like heavy, like a wild man, heavy, heavy. And I would brush it yeah, and put oil in it and conditioner and a little bit of wax. And I would twirl my mustache and I would blend it all in. Very hipster. Yes. Yes. It's good. It's solid. But you're back now to kind of a King Leonidas. Back to more of a Leonidas without as much of the pronounced chin. Right. Still have some chin going on. You've, uh, what I'm deciding is what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue to each week cut down a little bit of my chin until I'm left with just a re- – because, I, I mean, it was really long. I'm going to do a really, really long soul patch and then tr- <laughs> and then trim the beard up so it's you know back to what it was six months ago, a, n- a normal beard. A normal beard. And then keep the mustache. 
the thick mustache. So keep the thir- the, the twirly thick mustache, huge, huge soul patch with a clean cut beard. Interesting. But I don't want to go there too soon. No. Like, you know, I got to mess with it. Well, not only that, but if you jump to that level of beard before it's ready, mm-hmm. like you got to make sure the whole thing's ready before yeah. you get rid of the excess length. It's true. It's been so long since I've been clean shaven. <laughs> so long. I went clean shaving shaven once, gosh, like maybe six, seven years ago. And I hate it. Like I didn't go in public for a week until I grew a five o'clock shadow back. Well Well, more than a five o'clock shadow, for a five a while, day shadow. At Red Robin we weren't allowed to have facial hair. Well we could do goatees but no beards. Right. So oh, I had yeah. A, oh yeah. I had long term goatee. That's right. I I was trying to think mm-hmm. Of when the last time I saw a, a smooth baby's buttocks face, Josh, it's been it's years. I mean, like I just that one time, but before that, I mean, I rocked a goatee for four or five years too. What about when you were the heart, Brett the Hitman Hart? Uh, I think. Did you shave for that? I think I shaved for that. Also, when we had uh some party here at your house i came as an 80s porn star yes and so i shaved my mustache down into like a little pencil thin mustache yep i remember so it's good thank you (laughs) it was 80s it was an 80s party yeah it it was jen hill's dirty dirty 30 for the jen hill yeah shout out to jen hill out there shout out jen hill um thanks for listening and happy birthday it was in june it was um and so she was born in 81. Right. And so my costume from the 80s was from a movie that came out in 1981 because I am a nerd. And I dressed up as a animal house. I dressed up in a toga. <laughs> and everybody was like, I don't wait, is this a toga party? And I'm like, no, animal house. And they're like, is that 80s? And I was like, it came out on her birthday. <laughs> And well thought out. I mean, you put a, you put, a, you put a lot of thought and effort into that, and well played, sir. <laughs> I definitely looked at you with the same question. It was like Toga. Hmm? Is this mm-hmm. Toga party? <laughs> I'm at the wrong house. If you if you showed up like you did to a Toga party, they'd all look at you. Yeah, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, I had a lot of prosthetics with my costume, so Mark Wahlberg style. Yeah, prosthetics. Like, there was a lot of looking. Yeah, and I don't like. It was really funny because in one moment, like my prosthetic was on the left, but I was on the right, and so you could see the differential. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> tell me you have a picture of it. And you're gonna post it on because <laughs> I tell you what, it was awesome. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Well, today, we're recording early, so my children are still awake. So, for those listeners who can pick out my kids' voices in the background, they're playing their lovely children, doing children-like things, and we're not going to reprimand them for it. That comment is directly directly directed at you, Ben, who... (laughs) He did. (laughs) Who comments about the... And you don't hear it in the background. There was a noise in the background. We don't want to say what the noise was. We should do a questionnaire. What was the noise in the background for the last 20 Zade Story episodes? (laughs) 
20. <laughs> like, who who out there knows what the noise is in the background? The last seven not, months. Not kid related. Not, not kid, kid related. related. So daughter not crying. None of that. What was the noise? And uh, it's a Facebook poll. And Ben, you can't answer since you inspired the poll. Ben, you're not allowed to answer. Ben, you're not allowed. Sorry, Ben. Ben V. Ben V. We don't put a last name out there. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So tonight. I'm rather Ben Vius. Ooh. Oh. Oh. But I'm not really right. Ben Vius. Of. I don't know what I'm supposed to be Ben Vius of. Oh, Ben has nice hair. I'm very Ben Vius oh, yeah. of, of Ben's hair. And Ben has a very wonderful lady, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm very Ben Vius. Shout out, Natalie. Shout out, Natalie. I'm Ben Vius of your lady and your hair and your personality. Very nice, gentlemen. He's green with Ben V. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effect. <laughs> Tonight, we went and saw Suicide Squad. There's been a lot of hype about this movie. A lot of excitement. We didn't see it tonight. We went and saw it this week. Right. And we're back here to, to talk about it tonight. As typical on the Zade story, we do need some time to digest. We leave the movie and we're either like hyped up or on a big low, disappointed or super excited. And we need time to like mellow out our feelings, get a good, get a good wrap around the situation. How do you feel? Are you rapping? Are I'm, you wrapped? I've, I've wrapped. I'm pretty sure I've wrapped my thoughts. Okay. Um, well, that reads us into the rundown. Is this the real life? Let me have you, Donald, please. Let me have you, brother. Is this just fantasy? Come on. Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Ah! I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet. They're bad guys. Worst of the worst. Too late. Open the was this a cheerleading trials? Hi, boys. Deadshot. Guy shoots people. He's a crocodile. And he eats people. Burns people. You're possessed by a witch. And she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. You want to take away the rundown? Do something though. Take away the rundown? Yeah, like, I mean, do you want to get started? Like, take us into it? Oh yeah. You want to go? Yeah. I thought you were. Just, I thought you were. I thought you were exiting the rundown. Like, no, not like, yet. We formulas work. The rundown. The formulas work. No, oh, like no, I didn't want to take it away. Okay. It's a good formula. Yeah, I know. We did it together. <laughs> We're like two little chemists working together. Uh, <laughs> it needs more would you rather. That's too much would you rather. You can never have too much would you rather, Kevin. We need would you rather. <laughs> oh, man. We got an email this week. We'll read it at the end. It's hilarious. Lovely. Okay. So the movie, Suicide Squad. Best we can – well, best I'm going to sum this up is – it's a bunch of misfits put together to be a ragtag team of bad boy and girl possible superheroes that are somewhat mostly flawed, 
but also have hearts. It's a ragtag group of people that you've basically never heard of. Other than a couple, like, there's a bunch of people I've never heard of. I read comics growing up. I watched a lot of cartoons growing up. I only know of, I try to count, uh, three out of all of them. Who did you know? I knew Deadshot, I knew Harley Quinn, and I knew the Joker. Okay. And now, to be to be fair, Joker is not part of the Suicide Squad. That is true. Um, He's just a character. Yeah, okay. So I knew the Joker and Harley Quinn. I didn't even know Deadshot or any of the other ones. Uh, But yeah, I'd say they're not not just superheroes. They're supervillains. They're all in jail. And they're kind of – they're brought together by the government to do ungovernment-sanctioned killing-slash-hitman type stuff. And the government's selling point is, what if Superman came in and ripped off the, the Capitol and just stole the president? What would we do? Who would we go to to fight that supervillain? Luckily, Superman was on our side. But what if another Superman comes that isn't on our side? Right. The how next do we... Superman is evil. We how... have nothing to stop him. Right. Except this little-known fact that there are other superhumans or mutants or however you empowered people on earth most of them are just bad maybe because of the way the world has treated them for their superpowers but one way or the other they sanction this group of bad people to do good bad things things in a good way good guys i guess like a good direction kind of (laughs) sounds good yeah i like it i like it uh i think that's sufficient enough for me do you want to explain any of like the ins and outs of who they're fighting nope nope don't cool i think that is good enough for the rundown this is the deal you're going somewhere very bad to do something that'll get you killed so save the world i can't wait to show you my toys Let's do something fun. wrong with you people we're bad guys it's what we do favorite least favorites yeah all right you want to start us on your uh, least favorite yeah i have a lot <laughs> do it okay oh, wait well then maybe we should start with favorites no i'm gonna start with my least favorite okay yeah. okay yeah, let's you can start with your favorite, favorite. No, okay well yeah all right all right <laughs> Now, we do this all the time. Myself, Kevin does it. I know you out there, the Zade Story listenership. That's for you, Kevin. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. The Zade Story listeners out there, I know that you do this too. You see a movie preview and you get hyped. 
you get excited. It looks amazing. And previews have a really, I mean, honestly, that's what they're supposed to do. Sure. They're supposed to suck you in. And I knew going into this movie that I had high expectations. I did. Did you have high expectations, Kevin? You keep going. I'll tell you my expectations when you're done. Thank you. This movie, it could be so successful. It really could be. But it's so corny and so cheesy on so many levels. I'm going to use like three or four examples to tie up <laughs> why this is my least favorite part. Okay. You meet all these super villain, super villain slash possible hero people, and one of them you don't get introduced to. Like the first 15 minutes of this movie is introductions, so you kind of know who you're talking about. By the way, I didn't like that either. I feel like they should have done the introductions more in the middle of the movie. Started it off at a fast pace because it started off really slow with all the introductions. Sure. So I feel like the introductions should have been done somewhere in the middle as you're getting to know them. Then you have that flashback story about them. I feel like that would have done a lot better. Okay. But you get these introductions, and then you meet this person that you've never met, and you're like, yep, he's going to die. Three minutes later, he's dead. Horrible. Like They have this big binder of, of information. In this day and age, nobody has a binder. No person in school has like i'm talking like a binder from school they don't even <laughs> sell three those ring binder, a three yeah. ring binder and that's their like top secret information running around on a three <laughs> ring no absolutely not it would be encrypted it would, it's just so it's like a the high schooler wrote this movie and and i give a high schooler credit for a high schooler it was a great movie <laughs> there is a scene oh by the way shout out clint eastwood's son what's his name scott, scott. eastwood very handsome gentleman. Nice, Very handsome. Nice beard. There is this moment in the movie where they take this like huge bomb and they're going to you know blow up a dead guy with it or a bad guy with it. <laughs> and then it, something goes awry. And so what do they do? They don't bring the bomb back. They just leave it. Leave it. Like they're like, oh, we'll just leave this bomb here. No way. And then somehow they tie that bomb back in in the end to like just – so many premise, just <laughs> flaws across the board. Again, high schooler, it was well written, but this it was just a hodgepodge thrown together. Um, I also think that this should have preceded Batman versus Superman. This should have been the setup for Justice League because they still was a setup for Justice League. And I probably would have liked Batman a lot more had I seen him, because he's got little cameos in this movie. I would have liked it a lot more because I liked Ben Affleck's Batman in this movie. Mm. Hated Ben Affleck's Batman in Batman vs. Superman. But in this movie, it was perfect. It was just enough that would have like got me to bite. That got me to bite into the Batman. And in my opinion, this is a long rant. In my opinion, <laughs> Batman versus Superman should be the creme de la creme. It should be the ending movie. They should have eight years of movies set up for Batman versus Superman because that should be the big, huge, monumental, blockbuster movie. And they should have started with this movie and slowly built up Batman versus Superman. In my humble opinion, they wrecked the franchise by bringing out Batman vs. Superman first. Least favorite part? Horribly written movie. <laughs> that was a, a bit of a tangent. Uh-huh. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Solid tangent. Uh, Very passionate about this passionate, one. Passionate, yeah. Very passionate. I, uh, focused. Focused passion. I mm. liked where you were going. I was able to create more, more passion because I didn't have so much beard draining my energy. I did that for a us. A lot of passion went into the beard. That was true. And it was like you were shedding 
He was like you came on fire, mm-hmm. like that one guy does in the movie. Mm-hmm. Don't know his name either. <laughs> yeah. Still don't remember his fire name. Fire guy. Fire guy. Uh, I'm really interested. I'm in, I'm so I I loved the introductions of the characters. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was a great way to start the movie. <laughs> I liked the introductions. I just don't Specifically, like Specifically the placement of the introductions. Right. And I I wouldn't have done it differently except the way you s- proposed it to have been set kind of along the middle. Uh So my least favorite part is the the villains. They are demigods. They are unbeatable they're unstoppable and this uh this haphazard multi-billion dollar bomb that gets left is like the answer the key to all this question even though the villain is literally untouchable he blows his buildings apart with his A wave of his hands yet these hodgepodge of criminals are like Let's get a bomb and kill his butt with these <laughs> with this bomb. It's like people they're shooting him with guns. He's he's on fire. He's Airplanes electric. are literally shooting missiles like, at him and it doesn't phase him. Yeah, but, but this one bomb that's in a sewer underground, like I I know I probably just really spoiled it for somebody. And you know what? Maybe I'll go back and edit in a don't, spoiler. Don't alert. don't just but let it spoil. It was the the ending of this film was so stupid. Um, it didn't set me up for any excitement for the next Suicide Squad film. I l- really enjoyed Margot Robbie. I thought she was fantastic. Um, I hated the Joker. If anything more than the bad guy, I hated the Joker even worse. Uh and that, that that was my least favorite part was the Joker, a terrible impersonation of Heath Ledger. Like until Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson was the iconic Joker, and his performance was perfect. It was cocky. It was mischievous. It was dark to a point. Heath Ledger had the opportunity to revise a role and be like, you know what? Let's get this done. Like, I'll change it and make it his own. And Jared Leto was a poor, poor impersonation of Heath Ledger. He had the same voice. He had the same look. Like, it was terrible. Did you like the Joker? I, I, are you going to go into favorite parts? Yeah, let's. Uh, that, my, you got my, you got the gist of my least favorite. Okay, my absolute bar none. Favorite part. The reason why I did go back and watch this movie a second time, because I didn't see the first time with Kevin, and I went back and watched it a second time with Kevin, Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie. She stole the entire show for me. Like, the entire show. It could have just been her movie, and I would have been so satisfied. Even more pleased than I was with this movie. (laughs) She, it was incredible. Like, she sucked me in. Everything that she said, all of her weird quirkiness, like, Loved Margot Robbie. I loved everything she did with the character, and I will disagree with you. I liked the Joker. I if I didn't know it was Jared Leto, I wouldn't have known it was Jared Leto. That's was that's fair. Very similar to when we watched Tom Hardy as Bane. Like I didn't yeah. realize till the end of the movie it was Tom Hardy. Yes, I feel like he 
tried to maybe do a, a version of Heath Ledger. But I feel like he also brought a lot of his own, I don't know if he has acting chops, but I mean, <laughs> he did a lot with the character. Um, I liked him as a villain way more than I liked the other two villains. And for me, when I think about the movie, he was the villain. He had a small part in the movie, mm-hmm. but, but he was the mm-hmm. one I was interested in. He was the one that engaged me. He was the one that I thought was creepy and I wanted to follow. The other two villains didn't care about them. I knew they were going to die anyway, just like any other movie. Right. But favorite part, Margot Robbie, hands down. I loved it. I loved her. She's so smoking hot. She did phenomenal. Uh, yeah, she was the best part of the movie, hands down. Um, since I'm not going to – I don't want to just say that she was the best part. Although, Well, that she's my favorite. She is the best part, hands down. She's quirky. She's funny. She's original. Uh, she is her own – she's her own creation of that character, her own, like, realization or personification. She's really, really solid. She's funny. She's She gets – if there's any heartfelt story, strings to be pulled she's the one pulling them uh she did really well will smith for me did great uh this is the kind of movie i want to see will smith in stupid and cheesy and goofy like i don't want i don't i still haven't seen concussion and so i really shouldn't comment on it i don't want to see it because i don't think will smith is a good actor love him in this type of just popcorn i agree i think will smith did a really good job in this movie um he's so often a leading man and when he's a leading man so often his movies are no good yeah and if i mean he was a main character but not the leading man and i really like him in that role i feel like he should probably do more roles like this great example would be hitch right right. kevin james is the guy the story's about hitches mm-hmm. his partner you know or whatever that's a great will smith performance hancock was fun it wasn't great but hitch was a lot better hitch was a lot better i'm trying to think i liked irobot as well yeah i liked irobot irobot is probably the last like the last movie that he did that i really liked yeah did you see i am legend was I didn't like it. No, it wasn't good. And I, it's because it was Will Smith all worst, the time. Worst part, the dog. The oh, dog. Yeah. I'm The whole time, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you letting your dog do that? Like, dog shouldn't have died. I cried. I, I cried. I cry in all the dog movies. Oh, all we the all dog movies. They get you. <laughs> um, all right. So, does that mean your favorite part? Because I said, Margot, you're going Will Smith. No. My favorite. I just wanted to give him some props. Some shout out. Some Smith shouts. I imagine he doesn't get much love here, especially. My favorite part was how cheesy and lighthearted it was. DC, as a comic book company, is kind of the anti-Marvel. It's all kind of supposed to be dark. It's Very got a dark. lot of anti-heroes. Batman is even an anti-hero, essentially. A vigilante. Like, the last few DC movies have been really dark in tone, in visual, in tone. Just Batman v Superman was long and boring. This movie was the right length. They didn't try and shove too much into it. <laughs> Your high school writer analogy is actually probably pretty spot on. 
the the language wasn't terribly obscene. The violence was there, but not a central focal point. Like it was really just kind of fun. And so I think that I went in thinking this was number one going to be rated R. It was rated PG thirteen and a pretty light PG thirteen at that. Uh, there's no blood, hardly any blood. Uh, the characters are stupid. <laughs> the The point of the story is stupid, but it was just fun. And I was really afraid that they were going to try and make a two-hour, 45-minute epic Avengers only in the dark, in the deep, where DC lies. You know, And I was like, it didn't happen. The introduction is perfect for me because it's all this old classic rock, the the stones. When I uh, when I watched it the first time, every musical score that came up, I was like, oh, Kevin's going to queue up on this. Kevin's going to queue yes. up on this. Because in the beginning, not so much in the middle, and then on the end, they like play a lot of classic, awesome right. rock. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so that would be my favorite part, was just how fun it was versus what I was expecting. You know what that sound means? I do. It we have means to, we have to rate this movie. It's time to rate the movie. Do you want to go first? I went first. Yeah, I do want to go first. Okay. I'm giving this a four. It is. This is a popcorn movie. This I would watch this movie again if somebody wanted to watch it. I would watch this movie maybe even on my own on a on a late night where i just kind of wanted something stupid to watch <laughs> and it's funny that i'm saying it's stupid because it is stupid there's no merit in this movie there's no but sometimes that's okay to just have kind of a stupid movie that you kind of like and so i i'd watch margot robbie in this all day every day and i think i could deal with it for another hour and a half or so i I'm debating this because I've just laid into a five-minute tirade about how stupid the movie yeah. is. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you rate it. But I did love the Harley Quinn Joker story of this movie. For me, it, that was the portion of the movie that I took away. That was a portion of the movie that I was personally invested in. That's the part, the part that I want to see next time. You know, So when they come back with them as characters in a movie, I'm sold. I'm, sure. I'm already sold. And that's what I think a really good movie does is of a comic book movie. It's supposed mm. to sell me on the next ones. Right. I'm supposed to want to watch each continuous one. I don't care about any of the other characters. I don't. But because of Margot, and I did like Jared Leto. I have to say that. We can disagree on that, but we both we love Margot. We do disagree. But... Uh, because of Margot, four beers. If it was without her, I'd probably give him this two. Wow, she, I'm surprised she, she had that much she levity. She raised the entire bar for me. Like yeah, she, big she time. made the movie. She sold the movie. The movie was basically centralized around her. Whether or not it got it happened that way on the editing room floor because they were smart and they pieced it together that right. way. Or it was just dumb luck because I know it probably wasn't written that way. <laughs> Loved her four beers. I definitely would watch it again. Fast forward through the parts that don't have Harley Quinn. I'm I was I'm, I'm I'll be honest I'm a little disappointed cuz the way you r- r- ripped into it I thought we were going to have another Mad Max where mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of just fun and silly and stupid and you were just you're like 
I love Harley Quinn, and because she was there, I give it a two, but the movie was terrible. That's what I was expecting. No, Mad Max was a lot worse than this movie. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. I saw it twice. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, I have to say that I enjoyed it. Um, it just it let me down on so many levels. But that's what superhero movies do. Because they suck. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly, I mean, uh, other than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Because I had no expectations. Right. Blown away. I had bad expectations on this. So, yeah, I think it's, I think we're, I think that's a proper rating. You know what would have made this movie really good? Chris Pratt. In any role. <laughs> and a villain from... Chris Pratt would have been a great the military guy that was kind of yes. like the head of them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he would have been funnier and not so. That, that guy was a stick in the mud. He sucks. He was horrible. He's all right. And his whole part of the movie was bad. <laughs> yeah, like, that character. The, the was purpose bad. for right. him was exactly. bad. Exactly. That it was poorly written. He probably did fine with what he was given. There was nothing like he's supposed to be madly in love with the the evil witch. You get none of that on Don't, screen. None. You feel like he like hates that he signed up to be in this movie. Yeah, he's like they're like now, dude, you love this girl, and he's like, I'd do anything for that girl. Mm-hmm. No expression. When's lunch? Yeah, <laughs> so bad. He's really bad. I think that actor's okay too. I've seen him in a couple of things. I can't remember his name, but should have just put Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. He would have been better. Yeah, he's yeah. so small. Scott Eastwood. Yeah. He's so dainty. I didn't realize until he was next to all the other guys. Right. Who are big. Right. Yeah. But what do you think of the fire guy? Did you like the fire guy? Uh, too too much. Like, the fire guy, I, I, I like the thought of the character. But then in the end, spoiler alert out there, then in the end, what he does is just. What? It's just so ridiculous. I, like, I like his powers until then. Yes. Until then, I'm a fan. Of him. I thought he was funny, too. Like, his very uh, subtle comments and very shy nature, yes. but yet he's, like, this gang drug lord. Right. It was it was a juxtaposition of the two, and I really liked that. Until the he goes supernova, and yeah. you're, you're left with the same cheese factor of, this is ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah. To this day, who do you think the best comic book villain has been? Whew. Out of all comic books across the board, I mean, let's just stick with movies. the big ones. The movies, yeah. Comic book movie villain. Well, and I would say, I'd say leave the Batman trilogy out. So Heath Ledger's out. Yeah, because because like he I loved, is the best. Yeah, I'd Heath say. Ledger is instantly what I went for. Um, I love. Uh, I don't think he's the best, but I love James Spader as Ultron. Yeah. I don't think like, you could say he's the best because technically it was a voice, but the way he encompassed just dirt and grit, but still funny and evil, it was well done. I would say for sure he's the best performance. That's who I was going to go with. As far as just the actual villain, though, I think the one from American Civil War... Captain America Civil War. I thought that was the most interesting and creative actual villain. The gentleman that didn't have any superpowers that used right. his brain to just cre- loved it. I thought I, that was the most creative, the most realistic, the most enjoyable to watch. 
I concur. But the performance of James Spader was great. Well, because his performance wasn't so spot on, but it was well written into the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So they. I mean, that's kind of a tie. Right. Yeah. A tie. Just for imagine second. if James Spader played that role. Ooh. Ooh gosh. <laughs> I got kind of. I got kind of wet. Yeah. Sweat. Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating. Right, it's hot in it's here. It's hot in here because we're in here. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Ninety-eight degrees. Blink yeah. one eighty-two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a Facebook poll. Poll. And we got a ton of responses. So I'm gonna kind of breeze through them, and then we have an email. I think we'll save for next week. Lovely. Let's do this. All right. Facebook poll. The poll was, what are your favorite summertime movies? And my intentions of summertime would be like movies about summer. So uh, the ones that made it onto my list, which I did on a solo cast for last week since we didn't have one, was like Stand By Me, Mm -hmm. Moonrise Kingdom, Mm -hmm. uh, The Way Way Back... Do you have any movies like that that are sticking out in your head? None that are sticking out right off the top. I would think. But, like, mine aren't, like, summer. Like, I think, like, The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. yeah that We got a bunch of Sandlots Because, like, that's that's, cool. that's a big one for me. Because that's what I did in the summertime was things like The Sandlot. Right. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go through these. Paula Hoffman. Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Paula. <laughs> Kenny Pruitt replied, The Sandlot. Always The Sandlot. He said, and he wrote that before he saw Paula's comment. It's a little, <laughs> a little justification there. Kenny, we don't blame you. It's a good choice. Obviously, I chose it before I knew any of this, too. And then uh, it's true. Uh, Darren Hunter, who recommended Swiss Army Man, mm-hmm. he gave us his top five. The Way, Way Back. Way, Way Back. Which was on my list as right. well. Almost Famous, mm-hmm. which should have been on my list because I love that movie. National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. The that's, original one. Yeah, That's yeah. so good. The Chevy. Uh, Stand By Me, which was also on my list. Right. And then Do the Right Thing. Who does the Do the Right Thing? It's, uh, it's Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember. I love that movie. Uh, Spike Lee. Yes, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. He's got some great films out there, but... uh. So yeah, did you do you like do the right thing? Have you seen do the right thing? Uh, I didn't appreciate do the right thing when I watched it when I was younger. I think the the most striking thing about do the right thing is its social context then and now. Yes, because you can watch do the right thing and there's still poignancy, very very much so, both yes. about what's happening then, ten years ago, now, and ten years from now. Um, Spike Lee home run on that one. Mm. Uh, so I didn't appreciate it at the time. I think I watched it. I was like twelve or thirteen. I watched it it, coming right out of high school and also was not what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be interested to go back and watch it, but we got Doug Zaid with The Natural, naturally. That's Mm -hmm. my dad's favorite movie. I said, that probably makes every list of top fives for him. (laughs) Best musical score, The Natural. Yes. (laughs) Best performance, The The Natural. natural. (laughs) Angie Newton, Moonrise Kingdom, The Way Way Back, and Dan in Real Life. So Dan in Real Life. Oh, Steve Carell getting yeah. double love there. Yeah. Uh, good choices. Uh, Aunt Ashley Vickers said that she did love 
the way way back, but then also Sandlot, mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's huge for me. I mm, I love I, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hitting a vein, Ashley. Oh, so uh, good. League so of Their good. Own. We got Christy Barnes with a little love for Grease. Mm, Grease Lightning. I like that pick too. I was in the the high school production of Grease in my high school. For for those of you out there, you have not lived, my friends, <laughs> until you see Kevin Zade's performance of Grease Lightning and every other Grease song out there. Summer Lovin' is probably my favorite to watch and perform. Yeah, it's the best one. It's the best one. Uh, and he murders it. Thank you. He's awesome. In a positive way. In a positive way. <laughs> he positively murders. Yeah. Uh, we got Kelsey Hicks with a flipper recommendation. I I haven't seen Flipper in so I, long. Well, wait. I watched the show. I haven't ever watched the movie that came out. Oh, maybe we should do it. I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kelsey. Then, uh, we got Dirty Dancing, Parent Trap, Little Miss Sunshine, Stand by Me, Now and Then, Moonrise Kingdom, Roman Holiday, and Heavyweights. This is so difficult because all these are good movies, but I don't know if I'd think of them all as summer movies. But they're all really good movies. <laughs> uh, that that last one, those those last that last group was from Jordan Pargetter. Got it. So yeah, so thank you for the participation. That was fun for me to interact with those on there and get some ideas. That was great. Uh, yeah, a lot of good summer movies out there. The other way you could take that question, I guess, is like. What are your favorite summer blockbusters mm-hmm. in which the Suicide Squad wouldn't be on either of our lists? But no, like then like Independence Day yeah, would. Independence Day, yeah, exactly. that's the first thing when you say blockbuster. That's the first thing. I mean, it's sure. Fourth of July, summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not the new Independence Day, the the original Will Smith uh, when yes. Will Smith was great. Independence right. Day. Right. <laughs> he should have been. I haven't watched it, but I feel like he should have. He should have been, been in this movie. He doesn't die in Independence. No, Day. they just didn't want to pay him the money. He's probably asking for too much. He's, he's probably most, asking for too much. Yeah, if he would have just been normal. He's and like, old. I should have been nominated for an Oscar last year, so I want more money. Right. And they're like, but you weren't. He's like, yeah, but I should have been. And, and they're, they're like, like, but you weren't. Yeah, but did you see the movie Concussion? <laughs> Nobody did. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. You want to play any other games? You wanna... I, I have one question. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. It is a would you rather. Ooh. Okay, so would you rather, these are both from the DC world. DC world, okay. okay. Of course I'm picking Harley Quinn, or, <laughs> I'm not picking, but that's the first one because we just talked about it, or do you pick the character from Batman versus Superman, the only thing that was good about it, Miss America, Miss Universe, what's her name? Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, <laughs> sure. Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Okay, talk so. about expectations. I think her solo movie looks really good. I do too. Her, the World War Two. To be fair, her new movie looks like a complete ripoff of Captain America. Yeah. I mean, it well, is... Well, they're kind of ripoff characters. Like... It, it looks like they just took all the scenes and then CGI'd her in <laughs> instead of Captain America. There's like one scene where she's throwing her shield and it's <laughs> actually the star, the Captain America shield. And they're like, 
Well, that was a big miss in the edit room. Like, <laughs> they're going to figure that one out. Hey, if, uh, well, actually, I hated the first Captain America, too. So, uh, boy, that is really tough because that question should be asked after both Harley Quinn and Gal Gadot get their own separate movies. Because right now. Well, they, they both were the only thing I liked about, about both, both DC movies. movies. Boy, that's tough. You have like the, Gal. the good, the I'd good go and the Gal. bad. You got I'd the go good with and the Gal bad. Gadot. Yeah, that's tough for me. I, I love Harley Quinn in this film, but if I were to stack them up against each other, just the, the bits that she had, it didn't save that movie. It's just she was the only star in it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'd still have to go with Gal. I, th- I completely understand your reasoning. I'm going to go with Harley Quinn. Because I just feel like she and I are on the same page. Oh yeah, you like I could go. Out, I could have fun with Harley Quinn. Like we can go out and tear up the town. Oh yeah, you would. I would. You'd have oh, to. I nobody don't... could hang out with her without tearing up the town. No, nobody can hang out with me without tearing up the town either. That's also why we're true. Perfect compliment for one another. <laughs> what we need to do is get back... you a purple suit. That's right. Back off, Jared Leto. <laughs> 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 Kevin didn't like your performance. I'm yeah, moving in. I think Jared Leto's a okay actor in uh he's really I think Jared Leto is an okay actor. I think he's got a really solid performance in the Dallas Buyers Club, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey, the AIDS mm-hmm. Crisis True yeah. Story. Great film if you haven't seen it. Um if you had to pick between Suicide Squad and Dallas Buyers Club. Go Dallas Buyers Club. As far as Jared Leto, though, he wears a mean eyeliner. Oh yeah, a mean eyeliner. I mean, oh, you know what else that we didn't even think about when we were doing all of our ninety-eight degrees Blink One Eighty Two. His his band. Thirty I seconds to Mars. Thirty seconds to Mars. What if I wanted to break? Laugh it all. Well, because it'd have to be cold. 30, 30 degrees. Oh, 30 degrees Celsius is hot. So we could have. And Mars is also hot. Well, 30 degrees Fahrenheit is the temperature of his performance to me. Cold. (laughs) So cold blooded. (laughs) Kevin's cold. Mm. I think this is going to be a fun episode for me to edit. I'm pretty excited. Cold-blooded! <laughs> Those are both staying in, by the way. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely! Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I I figured if you picked Gal Gadot after you raved about Harley Quinn, I would be like, if get, you still picked Gal Gadot, this movie should not get a four from you. If, if, if the What Would You Rather game had 
parameters, which right. it doesn't. Which it doesn't. But if I put parameters on the two, Gal Gadot would be my life mate. Mm. Because first off, she doesn't age, so that's awesome. Because she just looks the same and hot all the time. Right. But if we are not talking life mate and we are talking fun, awesome friend to just hang out <laughs> with, because I love friends. Yep. Harley Quinn. Great friend. That yeah. will probably shoot you in the back. Well, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. With her awesome gun. Oh, so cool. It's got the love hate on the on the chamber that is so her. cool. Yeah. Or her big mallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sexy. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hit me upside the head with that <laughs> anytime. <laughs> Woo. She's uh she was she was fun. That was for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good welcome back summer episode for uh Suicide Squad. I think it was pretty decent review welcome back welcome back <laughs> welcome back i think uh since we did it in the opposite order today i think we should go eat burrito burgers now lovely all right thank you for your participation on your poll on our poll uh the new poll is what sound has been going on for the last seven months ben v cannot answer and it's not children it is a different yeah, it's sound not children related and it's not Kevin and I, because that's obvious. Right. That's a given. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check us out on Twitter. We've had, we've had, I don't know, we're almost up to like 400 and some followers now on Twitter. We are, uh, we're, we're getting bigger. We're not getting smaller. We're about to have a great 50th episode for you guys. Next week, we review Sausage Party, uh, that f- delightfully filthy R-rated animated movie from seth rogan sometimes i feel like the zade studio is a sausage party because <laughs> it's literally us always 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 a sausage yeah party. always 24 <laughs> 7 um yeah so for the zade story how many beers did we rate your favorite movie i'm kevin zade and I am Joshua's story. As always, this was an amazing time hanging out with my amazing friend, Mr. Kevin Zaid. Thank you so very much for listening. Truly appreciate it. Remember, the best compliments you can give us is either tell your friends and family in person, give us a shout out on the internet, text about us, tweet about us, retweet. I don't even know what that means, no, but I hear it. Thing. It's a thing. Hashtag the Zaid story awesomeness. Whatever you can do to get us out there. Truly appreciate it. For the love of movies and beer. I'm Joshua Story. <laughs> uh, also, I would just love to give two of our listeners, Paula and Jordan, started their own podcast, Talk Disney to Me, and they invited me on their show to talk about The Lion King. So if you want to hear me and them talk about The Lion King, check it out. It should be coming up soon. I think it's their next episode. It's not the same. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely checking that out. Also, I'm starting my own podcast. It's called Talk Dirty to Me. (laughs) I'm not really. (laughs) 